Hey everybody, can you believe it's uh, Wednesday night already? Seems like we just did this. In fact, we did last week. It's Wednesday night and here we are at the middle of March. This year is flying by. Tonight we're going to jump back into John's Gospel and we're going to be in chapter uh, 4 where we left off last week. want to make sure you share tonight's midweek moment. want to make sure that uh, we get as many people on board as we possibly can. We've been getting a lot of views and we appreciate that. Those of you that are viewing, those of you are, that are sharing so other people can view, thank you so much. Over the years I've had people say to me, how do you present Christ to another person? How do you share your faith? How do you talk about Jesus? Some people say, well, you know, I want to do it, but I don't know how. I, I don't feel like I, I have all the answers. Uh, I don't feel like I, I know how to address people. And I understand that. Sometimes people don't share because they don't feel that they're informed enough to share or they're qualified enough to share. Sometimes we don't share because uh, we're concerned about people rejecting us. So all of us have had that kind of reservation in our life. And, and I felt the same way. I've had reluctance at times in my life when it comes to sharing the Lord Jesus Christ or sharing the gospel with another person. But tonight we're going to, uh, we're going to look at what happened with the woman at the well. As you know, last week we looked at this encounter that Jesus had with a Samaritan woman. And she, like millions of people today, was looking for something to satisfy the inner needs, the spiritual needs of her life, but she was looking for natural resources to do that. And that's what we do sometimes. People have a spiritual thirsting, a spiritual hunger, I say an intrinsic desire to know God, and yet they try to satisfy that with natural means. If you remember, and you were with me last week, Jesus said to her, I offer you living water, living water. Remember the encounter was at the well, the encounter took place around natural water, but Jesus was saying to her, you can't find what you need in this natural water coming from this natural well. He said, I'm offering you living water. I'm offering you personal salvation. I'm offering you a personal experience where there will be a well of spiritual water coming up inside of you. And that and that alone will satisfy you and it will give you eternal life. That's exactly what Jesus meant when he said, I offer you living water. So tonight I wanna to look a little bit closer at the conversation. I wanna look uh, at some points that I think are important on how we can, we can be more comfortable in sharing Christ and how we can be more successful in sharing Jesus Christ. Now what I share tonight and the points I pull out of this story uh, doesn't mean it has to be done this way all the time. There's different ways to approach Christ. In every way, I think we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. It's important that when we are wanting to share Christ with a person that we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in the conversation. So let's take a look tonight. First of all, Jesus, as we know, initiated contact with the woman at the well. And we read that in John chapter four, verse number four. And he had to pass through Samaria, down in verse number nine. The woman was surprised for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. We know from last week that Jews dislike Samaritans. And the reason was the Samaritans were a mixed race. 
They were a combination of Jewish and Gentile people that came from the Assyrian captivity. So the Jewish people always looked down their nose at the Samaritans, never felt that they were good enough, okay? And I think it's important for us to realize that we have to be willing to make contact with people. The Bible says he went through Samaria. Remember last week I said that there were three different options for him to get there, to get to where he was going. He went through Samaria because he was being led by the Holy Spirit, because the Samaritan people needed to hear about him. And Jesus didn't care about the differences that there were. This year, here's the challenge. This year, 2022, let's look for people to share Christ with. Let's reach out to a lost friend. Uh, let's take an interest in a neighbor. Take a bike ride with somebody. Uh, take a walk with somebody. Let's start building bridges to reach people for Christ instead of tearing down bridges and building walls. There's way too much wall building today. It doesn't matter if people look like you. It doesn't matter if people think like you or believe like you or vote like you. People need Jesus Christ. People are trying to satisfy their spiritual longings through everything but through Christ. So we have to be willing to make contact. We have to be willing to cross the boundaries and step into someone else's world. That's exactly what Jesus did. The second thing I notice here is that he established a common interest. Establish a common interest. And we read that in verse number seven. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water. And Jesus said to her, please give me a drink. Remember, that's what got the whole conversation going. How are you, a, a Jew, asking me, a, a Samaritan, for water? But Jesus used a simple cup of water to bridge a conversation, to open up communication with this lady. And that's what we need to do. Now, I would agree there are times that when it comes to sharing Christ, we can just get right into it. We can just talk to them about where you're going to spend eternity or do you know the Lord Jesus Christ. There are other times that the Holy Spirit wants us to initiate and break down walls. And we can do that by saying, hey, this is a nice day, great weather, nice shirt. Hey, did you watch the football game last week? Just, just break the ice and establish some kind of a common interest. And that's what Jesus did. And I think sometimes if we're willing to do that in the course of a conversation about a simple subject, then we're able to take step number three, introduce the spiritual to them. Introduce the spiritual to them. In verse 10, Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift of God or the gift that God has for you and who you're speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. Now notice this, he initiated the contact. He went out of his way to meet this Samaritan woman. And then he, he just opens up conversation. And now he begins to introduce the spiritual. Notice what he said here. If you knew the gift God has for you. Now, do you think that would create some curiosity in somebody? We're talking about the gift God has. And he said, if you knew that and who speaking to you, your life could be turned around. So he showed he cared about her. He showed that he cared about her by communicating with her as a Jewish man. And then he created this interest in her. He spoke about a spiritual thirst 
or a need that she had. And he said, I'm able to satisfy that. I'm able to give you living water. I believe today that people are more open today than they've ever been to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I believe if we'll just take the time, if we'll just take the time to talk to people, if we'll take the time to show an interest in people, if we'll take the time to cross boundaries and cultural lines and political divides, that we can enter into a productive conversation about the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what Jesus did, and I think he's a pretty good example. And then another point I see here is don't condemn. Don't condemn. We read here in John chapter 4, the 16th verse, go and get your husband, Jesus told her. I don't have a husband, the woman replied. And Jesus said, you're right, you don't have a husband. For you've had five husbands and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth, sir, the woman said. You must be a prophet. So notice here, notice here that Jesus spoke to a moral issue in her life. He didn't mess around. He addressed the immorality in her life. He said, hey, you've been married different times and the guy you're living with now is not your husband. So Jesus pointed out sin in her life. He pointed out what was wrong in her life, but he didn't condemn her. So often we want to condemn people. He didn't call her a name. Uh, he didn't say you're worthless. You know, you're a loose Samaritan woman. He didn't say that. He was just speaking truth to her and the Holy Spirit was beginning to convict her heart. Now, if you think back to the woman caught in adultery, when, when the authorities drug her in and wanted to stone her, what did Jesus say? You who are without sin, throw the first stone. Not one person, not one religious leader could throw a stone at that woman. They couldn't condemn her. And what did Jesus say in John 8, 11? He said, neither do I condemn you. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. So we have to understand there's a difference between the conviction of the Holy Spirit and the condemnation of man upon another man. Jesus didn't backpedal. He didn't apologize for addressing the sin in her life, but he allowed the Holy Spirit to do his work. And that's what I would suggest we do. We don't need to condemn people. We don't need to finger point and call names. We can call sin, sin but we need to allow the Holy Spirit to bring about a change. Number five, avoid religious debates. So as, as Jesus addressed the sin in her life, she wants to change things. Look at verse number 20. So tell me, she said, why is it that Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place to worship? While we Samaritans claim it is here in Mount Gerizim, where our ancestors worshiped. I really think that the Holy Spirit was convicting her. She said Jesus must have been a prophet, so he was speaking directly to her. He was, he was reading her mail, if you will. And in her conviction, she tried to change the subject and talk about different religious practices or different religious locations. She wanted to talk about, well, hey, you Jews say we need to worship here, and us Samaritans say we need to worship there, and, and Jesus, he didn't want anything to do with that. And, and yet we see that today, that when we begin to talk to somebody about Christ, 
you know, and, and the Holy Spirit is convicting them and we're addressing something in their life. You know, people want to talk about all kinds of different religious subjects like, well, you know, why are there so many different religions? Why are there so many different churches? Um, you know, uh, I've tried church and people aren't perfect. Well, yes, yes, and yes. What does that have to do with the price of eggs in China? What does that have to do with your personal relationship or lack of with the Lord Jesus Christ? So God allows certain things, all right? And uh, you know, no church, church is not full of perfect people. Nobody that attends church is perfect, but we have to keep the main thing, the main thing. So Jesus wasn't gonna let her uh, distract him off of the conversation about her need for living water in her life. And then number six and last of all, present Jesus as the answer. And this is the main thing. I like to say the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. And the main thing is, is that people are lost. People are gonna spend eternity without Jesus Christ and people need Christ as their Lord and Savior. So let's read it in verse number 25. The woman said, I know the Messiah is coming, the one who is called Christ. And when he comes, he will explain everything to us. And Jesus told her, I am the Messiah. Now stop there and think about that for a second. I know the Messiah is coming. And I know when he comes, he's gonna explain everything. And Jesus said, I am the Messiah and I'm explaining everything to you. I'm explaining that there is a spiritual need in your life, that you're trying to satisfy that need with natural water or relationships with men in your life. And what you need is the water that I give to you. I am the gift. That's what Jesus was saying. If I am the gift, I am the water, I am the light, I am the one that came to provide you with forgiveness. I'm the savior that the Jews are looking for, the Savior, the Messiah, that the Samaritans are looking for. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And here's what's great. We know from the 39th verse that she became a follower of Jesus. She, she drank from that living water. She was born again, I believe. And then she went into the city and told everybody in the city about Jesus. They came out and the Bible says they believed as well. So here was a woman who was lost, a woman who was a Samaritan, a woman who, uh, who was looking for love in all the wrong places. And Jesus had that encounter with her. And not only did she become a follower, but she became an evangelist and brought other people to Christ. So again, in 2022, let's keep the main thing the main thing. Let's do whatever we can to cross boundaries, whatever we can to go across the street, whatever we can to make contact with people who need the Lord and let's share Jesus with as many people as we can. I love you, I appreciate you. Thanks for being on board tonight. I'll see you this Sunday.